0: Hello, I'm Jack Sinclair and this is VoxPod, a VoxPop podcast where I take your questions onto the streets of Harrogate and the surrounding area, asking random people, people I know and the occasional special guest what they think. This week, our three questions come from Kate Harlow. Kate, who you can find on Twitter at Argonkitten, that's A-R-G-O-N-K-I-T-T-E-N, is from the Kids on Bikes podcast, a real-play RPG podcast with a new game from Renegade Game Studios and Hunters Entertainment. Uh, Daniel Spencer, who GMs, is joined by James Anderson, David Hanna, Diana, Lorraine, Kate Hallow, and Erin King as they play through mysterious and spooky adventures. It's a lot of fun and definitely worth checking out. Uh, And this week I'll be heading out to The Stray, where I joined Harrogate Theatre on their Rounders Day again. Uh, And the three questions from Kate that I'll be asking them are What is the top thing on your bucket list? What small gesture truly means a lot to you? And what subject are you most passionate about? Three very good questions, so thank you for them, Kate. Uh, And we'll be diving straight in with question one. What is the top thing on your bucket list?
1: Okay, at the moment, I'd say it was the North Coast 500 in Scotland. Um, I really want to do that so I'm going to do the road trip round there and take that off the bucket list next month you get sea loads of mountains and the locks and a lot of wildlife So why is that on the top of your bucket list? I love Scotland I've only been once but I loved it And I think it's a beautiful country. I love mountains. And then you've got lakes. And I want to go to the Isle of Mull and the Isle of Skye. And I'd love to see a white-tailed sea bull, because I did a lot of my assignments at uni on them. Um, And they got reintroduced to Scotland, so I want to see them.
0: Also, I personally know you happen to have ticked a lot off your bucket list. What have you ticked so far?
1: Okay, so, so far, I've ticked off the Northern Lights. saw them in Finland. I went to Peru and did some conservation work out there and saw Machu Picchu. I went to Canada; that was on my bucket list. Um, I've done the travelling around Australia already. Herding reindeer in Sweden. I've done quite a lot on the bucket list. So that's my newest one on the list: is North Coast Five Hundred, and I take that off next month. So I need a new bucket list after this. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. What's on your bucket list?
2: I want to go and see the Northern Lights and stay in one of those igloos with the clear top. Ooh, so nice. you can see them.
0: <laughs> How long have you had it on your bucket list? Uh,
2: probably about four years now. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a lengthy time. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be one of my holidays at one point. I'm going to go and stay in an igloo with a clear top and watch the Northern Lights. Do you have anything like
0: underneath that, like something that's not top but you still want to do?
2: Disney World, Florida.
0: Oh, Good one.
2: <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Yep, I've been to Paris many, many times, going again in March, but I want to go to Disney World. Yeah, Chris says it's the best one as well, because he used to work for Disney and he says that Disney World is the best and I'll never go back to Paris again apparently, so...
0: So it's going to ruin Paris for you?
2: Yes, yes, that's on my bucket list.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ruining Paris tick. Yeah. What is the top thing on your bucket list?
3: Oh, okay like major long term, like having my own business, that's like, I'm taking small steps towards it, we're working on that.
0: Any particular type of business?
3: Yeah, so I really would love my own print workshop space, um, textile space with kind of space for people to rent out, come in and use. Uh, with like a designer maker um, shop inside that can promote local independent artists and a little cafe space.
0: Oh, I like that.
3: <laughs> Obviously, you've Cute been thinking about this a artisan- while. Yeah, like forever. It's always I've always wanted to work for myself. Yeah. So, I just and there's there's a lack of it in in up north in Leeds, so yeah. I just think it'd be a really cool idea. To have a large-scale print-based area that people can come and use on like an hourly, half-hourly basis. So, yeah, that's sort of That's
4: a good
0: one.
3: <laughs> Thanks.
0: What is there anything like not so like long-term, like would
3: a... really love to go to Japan to see cherry blossom on holiday. That would be amazing. Yeah. So that's probably short-term. <laughs> I like yeah. that one. I'd love to do that.
0: So, Ooh, what's a the top power. thing on your bucket list? My
3: brother-in-law's just so um, the same as everyone mean, else,
5: really yeah. traveling. So, um, the North Coast Five Hundred has been on my bucket list for ages. And that's what me and Jenny are doing next month, She's going, yeah. which we have been very lax planning. <laughs> we'll probably end up sleeping in the car. That sounds <laughs> <yeah>. about right. <laughs> but yeah, that oh um, and apparently there's like little cabins that you can stay in yeah. around the route as well that you don't have to book. So i need to look into those very organized Where? but um the next big place that i'd really like to travel is to new zealand because i'd love to see hobbiton oh, nice i'd love to visit hobbiton but that's a a big journey yeah you need a lot of time mm. and um yeah going back to china to see my family well. all travel ones yeah but all achievable but yeah next month north coast
2: yeah,
5: we are. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying we've planned absolutely nothing.
1: We haven't. So we might have to wing this whole trip. Yeah, at least we know the very direction in which we're going. We're going North clockwise.
5: Okay. okay. <laughs> That's, we've decided clockwise. Well, well, what else do you mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it starts. Sky, I can not remember where it starts now, but you can either go anti-clockwise or clockwise. But you're on the right side of the road if you go clockwise to see the view right. rather than a line of traffic. So we have done that much research.
6: That's all you need.
0: You've got it sorted.
5: I mean, i
1: sleep currently except the back of my car. The car? car. Mm-hmm. So my car's big enough that we've got the bed, and we can we, just literally sleep in the car. So and we can so put a tent in there. The and we've got a tent. Yeah.
5: It's gonna be an adventure. Yeah, I was gonna say you slept in the Amazon, a car's like
1: a yeah. luxury.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no books can get to me in the car. <laughs>
5: so yeah, all travel based.
7: first question is, what is the top thing on your bucket list? Ooh. Uh, I would say actually, it is driving a Mustang um, just on a long ass uh, road uh, road trip. That's yeah, kind of totally. like a Route sixty six thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah thing. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah, let's go for that, please. Nice, <laughs> I like that. It's a different one. Yeah, yeah. There's just always one to
6: do.
7: Would you have to give the Mustang back? <laughs> <laughs> Own it, rent it. No, well, we'll decide have it in the day. Why, why the Mustang? Oh, it's just always been a car that I've loved. Whenever I've looked at it or like heard the sound of, I'm just like. I'll drive one of them, yeah, yeah. I'll, take that. I'll take that for a spin. But, uh, not had the opportunity as of yet.
0: Oh, okay. Is that, like, your top? Yeah, top I would idiot?
7: say so, yeah. Can't aspire
0: to. <laughs> I like that, because it's, like, achievable, it's actually quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not something I think most people would think of,
7: something like that. No, it's just something that I'd like to do at some point, but on my wage it's like, well, yeah. get there at some point. <laughs> uh, what is the top thing on
8: your bucket list? Yeah uh it is and it, i will be doing it next year is to go to nepal and trek through the uh of the Al- of the not alps that's france um the himalayas oh fantastic so i've booked it all already for next year so wow be an interesting week yeah how long are you gonna be there for uh it's just a week that i'll be in nepal but it's a three-day journey to get there and a three-day yeah. journey to get home <laughs> wow. so so it's a long journey yeah yeah but it should be fun well, why, why, so, why is why is that something you've always wanted to do? Um, cause I've worked on cruise ships a lot, so I've been to a lot of places that have coastlines mm. and a lot of places like Egypt and Israel that were on my bucket list to go, like Jerusalem and the pyramids. I did while I was working, and this was one of those things that I was like, I've not been to Nepal. It's I've not been to sort of the Indian subcontinent area, but I've done, I've known a lot of people who've been to India and they said they've enjoyed it, and I'm like, yeah, it's too busy though. So Nepal seems a bit better for me because a bit more, a bit more secluded a bit more off the beaten track and i think that's what i prefer in holidays is to go somewhere that isn't exactly touristy yeah get, get more of a real kind of like experience of the country yeah it's yeah a bit of that and it's i just you know like I, most of my favorite holiday destinations are places that aren't seen as holiday destinations mm-hmm. like I, if i go to italy my favorite place in italy is civica which is a port town just outside of rome so everyone thinks you would head to rome and i prefer i prefer Civecchia because it's just a nicer town So. It's a bit quieter as well. Yeah. So once that's ticked, what comes after that then? What what becomes the new top? the, the new top not entirely sure yet because okay. I don't really have like a bucket list I just sort of I latch onto something like I'll see something and I'll think oh that'll be cool Yeah. and then I'll plan a trip or plan to do that do something like that and then it kind of just chops and changes around oh,
0: I like that a bit more of a kind of like extensionist
8: kind of going yeah it's it's not exactly having a goal it's just seeing something that looks good yeah. and going oh, okay I want to try I want to give that a try yeah oh, I like that cool.
0: What small gesture truly means a lot to you? Buying me food
8: of any variety, okay, except for mushrooms. Yeah, that's pretty much all there is <laughs> to that one, to be honest. What's,
0: what do you just like mushrooms for? Like,
8: I like slugs.
6: I can't. I can't condone that answer.
8: <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> what small gesture
4: means a lot to you?
1: Someone that buys me food. Food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like. They know I like that food, so they'll get me it as a treat, like without you asking or anything. They've just thought of you and they've got your little treat.
6: Yeah, that's nice.
1: Basically can, anything food based. I can get behind <laughs> that. I can yeah. understand
6: that. Yeah,
1: Um. Yeah. it just shows that it's just a nice thought. They've thought about you and they, and they know what food you like as well. They've actually paid so attention. It's, like a, it's
0: a little personal thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And it's also, it's not as committal, I suppose. You can eat it and it's done, so, you it's know. It's
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> do you know what, actually, one of my friends went to the beach and he brought me back a huge pine cone, and I've still got it now. I just like, like, anything that people see that they think's, like, pretty and then they give it to you and it's just nice.
4: What uh, small gesture truly means a lot to you? Surprises. Good surprises.
0: Oh, OK, so you're not, like, into pranks. That doesn't mean anything. I
4: do like pranks, though. Oh, really? I love a prank. Do you appreciate a prank on you though? Yeah, it depends on the prank. Okay. I mean if you like pull my trousers down in public I'd be pretty Understandable. F- yeah. But yeah. if you like if you like put kung <laughs> film on the toilet seat, well done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind a bit of mild nudity, <laughs> but. <laughs> but no, surprises. Like, it doesn't matter what it was, so like it could be <laughs> a note or a bottle of gin or a surprise holiday to Mauritius oh (laughs) a pack of of crisps (laughs) no it's like yeah just small surprises yeah Yeah,
3: what is the small
4: gesture that truly means a lot to you
3: um see you could bring me a cup of tea and a biscuit and i'll be over the moon no matter what mood i'm in bring me a cup of tea it, kind of, yeah. it is
4: going to be all
0: food, isn't it? It's yeah. Gonna, yeah,
3: yeah, it is. Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm, cr- I'm discovering a universal truth. Yeah. <laughs> so basically,
2: next time we're at war, someone just needs to go over with a McDonald's. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, thank you.
4: <laughs> as, as food
0: is just passed to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I catch up to everything. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is a thoughtful gesture because he's put it in a sausage bun <laughs> because he knows I don't <laughs> like brioche
0: yeah. like Okay. Yeah. The true yeah.
6: nice little gesture.
0: Yeah. Uh, what small gesture truly means a lot
6: to you? Um, I don't know. Manners. It's, just, it's kind of like a broad just thoughtfulness. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't say like, oh, <laughs> say all, anyway. if you buy me flowers because I'm feeling down, that's really nice. Well, just... I, that wouldn't make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but if someone um, asked
0: you how you were, that would. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Just thoughtfulness. Yeah. <laughs> is that? I think it's a small because really ge- it's small. It takes nothing for you to do, especially manners mm. and stuff, because they're free. It's yeah, a nice humble answer.
2: Humble. humble. Oh. <gasps> uh, so, what small gesture truly really means a lot to you? So, so I think
5: good manners is a good one. Um, I really like when um, you're chatting to people and they remember the little things that you've said. So if you mention that you like something and they remember it. so I talk a lot of shit all the time and I don't expect people to remember it.
1: So it's nice when they do. So what I like as well. I think I need to add to mine now. Honesty. I think people being honest with you. Like just brutal honesty. I appreciate that.
5: Yeah.
6: <laughs> mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> Second question is What small gesture truly means a lot to you? Um,
6: I'll
7: take it back actually to my hometown. It's like uh, wherever uh, I, I live in Lytham, Lytham St. Tans, on the northwest coast. Well, used to. And uh, every single person in in that town, no matter how, no matter, you don't know him, everybody smiles at everybody and it's a nice little thing. You walk past somebody in the street, they'll just smile at you. <laughs> brightens your day. Yeah, Nice little one. Brightens your day, I don't mind. It's like the tiniest gesture in the world, but brightens your day. It's fine. You don't
6: really get That's that. That's nice.
7: <laughs> no, no. Don't get that anywhere. <laughs> I then moved down to London. <laughs> you smile at somebody in London, they're calling the police on you.
6: <laughs> uh, what
7: small gesture
0: uh, truly means a lot to you? It's a harder one, is that Oh, one. my God.
5: <laughs>
0: Being
9: thanked for doing something.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Just the appreciation. Yes,
9: people I, sometimes just assume it's all right to just, to, to like, they, I think they probably th- they think it, they don't actually say it, and I think just saying that word, thank you, mm. makes a massive difference, in my opinion.
0: True, I agree. Uh, second question is, what small gesture truly means a lot to you?
8: Small gesture? Mm. Um, it depends because I think if, if we're talking at the moment, the small gesture that means a lot to me. I, I live with a, a couple of friends and we were for a long time very messy in the house and I'm quite a clean person, I like to have everything clean. So when I come home and they've done their washing up or they've, they've tidied the kitchen up after they've used it, that to me is a small gesture that someone can do but it, it just makes me happy when I walk in and think oh, I don't have to clean the entire kitchen before I start cooking. Yeah. So to, yeah, I appreciate that most at the moment from my, from my housemates. Yeah. You can have this play on subtly in the background as well, then. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm.
0: Listen, guys. Okay, so, so what subject, I already know, but what <laughs> subject are you most passionate about?
3: Uh, broad textiles, yeah, yeah. print, moth, is the, like, specific. How did you immigrant. get into that, then? Um... Ah! I've done crafts since I can remember. My mum was very crafty, my grandma used to do it as a job. She used to make samples for garments to go out in factories and stuff, so it's kind of been... A th- it's just something that I've kind of grown up doing, yeah. and then I specialised at uni. I did surface design, so then I found screen printing and just fell in love with it. I've just been doing it ever since. I've bought my own screens, I do it at home, teach classes. That's so yeah, really cool. It's great. I That's love different because
0: you don't hear stuff like that. No, right. it's
3: it's quite specialist. Yeah, yeah. I love That's it. That's really cool. I like that. <laughs> That's Thanks. some really good
0: content. <laughs> <laughs> what subject are you most passionate about?
2: Disney. <laughs> Disney. Well, it's not going to be Disney. <laughs> so Which is a nice. You, I don't know. I think like
0: Disney and law kind of cross section quite a bit I
2: mean, now. I, I won't lie. Yeah, I carry know. my files around like in a Disney bag. I listen to Disney songs while I'm working, (laughs) so I am a Disney lawyer.
0: I was going to say, would that be like your dream job if you could be a Disney lawyer? Disney Absolutely, lawyer? yes. Because also, I don't know a more terrifying thing than a Disney lawyer. No,
2: no, they are. They are scary. Yeah. You would not want to take one on. But yes, I would love to be a Disney lawyer. Especially if it came with like free Disney rights, you know. Off you go around the park, that
0: kind <laughs> I d- of thing. I'd assume they do get
2: that. Well, you would think, wouldn't you? Like, well done, you won a case, off you go, here's a roller coaster. <laughs> I mean, it seems fair to me. <laughs>
0: Would you take that as your only yeah. pay? <laughs> Just yeah, like live probably. At like live
2: in the Sleeping Beauty castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would be okay with that. I did actually. When I was uh, going through uni, there was an application process for characters and they needed a bell. And I got through to the audition stage and I was kind of like, oh, do I carry on with Laura or do I go and be Belle? <laughs>
0: such a kind of weird kind of like, do I become
2: Belle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I chose here. Yeah. Because, you know, you can always be Bell later well this is it this is what my mom said until i found out there was an age restriction is there yeah you can't be a disney princess over a certain age yeah. what's the age you know? what it's like I think it is actually my age I think it's like 28 you can't be an old Disney princess and if you're a recurring Disney princess you can't uh, they actually might fire like, you for it it's like by the way this is your last year as a Disney princess <laughs> oh my god yeah if you read the little instructions it tells you how much you can weigh how tall you've got to be yeah you can't be a Disney princess if you're over five foot eight uh,
0: okay I mean I suppose there's a little bit of sense to that because you can't have the Look drastically different, but that still sounds a bit. I mean, it sounds very Disney to be fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You oh, have wow. to tick the boxes. Okay. Very
2: yeah, no. passionate about Disney. I can do, I'm, I do very well at Disney quizzes. I can imagine. I'll make note of that. Yeah, yeah I can win those. Uh,
0: so, yeah, what subject are you most passionate about?
2: I wonder what it could be.
1: Oh, I don't know if anyone could guess this. Um, I'm gonna say conservation. <laughs> <laughs> Rewilding in sort of more specific area of conservation Um, anything to do with nature basically and ecology and how things work and looking at climate change it's like problem solving, I guess. Mm. It's like a massive issue that we've got. Oh, uh, problem
0: solving of
1: saving the world. The yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> essentially. It's quite important. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's really interesting. I guess that's like a bit more of a selfish way of doing it. it. I find genuinely find it interesting and you can see that it's quite rewarding as well if you can be involved in something and see it be successful Yeah. as well. It's quite a rewarding thing to have. Yeah conservation in nature
0: what subject are you
4: most passionate about well the thing that interests me the most would be space because it's so bloody big mm. I mean for that. What, what, what I don't understand is trying to get your head around that space is infinite baffles me and the fact that we've explored so little and we know nothing about it, and it's just the possibilities, what's out there. Like, we're, we're a tiny little planet in this massive galaxy, but then there's millions of galaxies. Like, and you, you see, like, sci-fi movies, and you think, one day that might happen. We might be in a big spaceship flying through to, flying, flying, through space. It just, it, it just, it, I'd love to do that. <laughs> and it, it just, you know, you can look at the stars and think, if there's somebody over there? What if there's a living being over there? <laughs> Interest me. Brian Cox, he's a legend. <laughs> uh, and what
0: subject are you most passionate about?
5: That's a very good question. I should say theatre, because I work in a theatre, but I'm not going to. I guess I talk quite a lot about feminism and stuff like... I have a lot of conversations about um, like representation and stuff, not a very particularly interesting answer, but I do have a lot of those conversations. I think I can get really passionate about that as well because I think it's
0: important though. Yeah.
5: Especially in the arts as well where I think that it is lacking. Yeah. And even though I've moved to like a big city, there's still not very much representation in the place that I work. In Manchester there's lots of different ethnicities but I would say that it's still quite difficult in the arts. Mm. So I talk about that a lot. I bore everyone with <laughs> that. But I do think it's really interesting and you still hear a lot of like old attitudes when it comes to like feminism as well. Mm. Um, and I have many funny stories about that, that I want
0: <laughs> Okay, Might save um, that for another episode
5: Yeah just you know like little comments that people don't realise Yeah uh, Like one of my favourite ones was when I worked in um, Middlesbrough <laughs> One of the uh, engineers asked me What size are your feet? I went no okay I'm size 5 And he was like can you get close to the kitchen sink?
0: <laughs> Is well, that a thing? I've yes. never heard that before oh, that, so Yeah, that,
6: yeah. It's so rude. It's too rude. It's it's
5: funny how that attitude still is around and present Mm. all the time. You probably don't get it as much. No, as a guy I don't really know. (laughs) But um, yes, I talk a lot about that. Not very interesting for your podcast
0: but... No, I think it is. -hmm. I disagree.
5: I think it's very interesting. uh, I've been having conversations at um, work as well because we're looking at the creative case and people saying that if you have like a foreign name on a CV that they would probably put it at the bottom of a pile because they're yeah, more likely the the Yeah, they're more likely to um, prioritize people have a similar experience to them so when you work in the arts people have a very privileged background like they've worked in all the massive organizations so they would relate more with people who've had a similar background but that is cutting off a lot of people mm. especially BAME people as well um, you
6: know, what's interesting is that, um, my name, my married name... Oh, it. Sorry. I can, I can edit, I can bleep it, don't worry. Okay. But my married name is, is a very... I'm going to say it's a very white name. It's very common for you. Yeah. It's a very, like... I don't know if, And when I walked into um, interviews in the US, you'd almost get this, like, oh. Like, oh, I wasn't expecting you. Um, because my my old name was a Latino name, but my married name is very common. So do you
5: think you've had that experience in the UK as well? Or?
6: No, no, well, I've worked at the theatre for 12 years, yeah. so no, not really. Yeah. But, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would now, mm-hmm. but, but definitely in the States I did.
5: Yeah, I think people are the opposite us. with me, and they would give me a chance and then be like, oh, she might not speak like English very so well, and they hear my accent they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely British. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Interesting.
7: Uh, and what subject are you most passionate about? Theatre. Mm, theatre? Yeah, I work in it, and all the people who've worked in it for years say, nah, I hate theatre now. Mm. No, I still love it. Yeah, and what got you into theatre? Uh, since I was about 13, 14, always wanted to do it, always wanted to work backstage. I uh, got the opportunity from about 16, and uh, when I got my degree, I have a little back since really, just been yeah, working, 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 working. But, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy working in it, and it's uh, to, a big achievement for me to be able to say that I actually achieved my dream when I wanted yeah. to when I was younger. Was, oh, so, I um, when I speak to people and they say, oh, what do you do now? I like, oh, yeah, I work as a Where? technician in, in Firth, and they go, isn't that what you, you always wanted to do? Yes, it is, some people actually <laughs> go for what they want to do in like... But uh, wow. yeah yeah oh I really God. I really enjoy my what I do it, it is my favorite subject so yeah.
0: It's no. fantastic. I, I like that as well because I think most people if they get into theater that the idea of like the acting side not the actual production oh, no, side yeah.
7: I did it years ago like part of an amateur society I was like oh I'll come perform on stage rather than backstage because I couldn't at that age. And um, I enjoyed that side of it, but now nah, backstage has always been my passion. But the
0: real magic is really happening. Oh, but of
7: course. <laughs> Gotta make the magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't know, we're there, we're doing our job right. Perfect
0: answer. I love that. <laughs> 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 Cheers, thank you. No, bro,
6: welcome. Wow, you were really good.
0: Uh, and what subject are you most passionate about?
6: <laughs> musical theatre. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I have to say musical theatre, oh, yeah. I think. That's a yeah. Yeah.
9: Yes. Oh, skiing, but that's more a hobby, so. Well, if you're passionate about it, yeah. Though. Skiing would probably be, would be it then, actually. Yeah? Yeah.
0: What the, is it about skiing that you like so much?
9: Mountains, mm. the speed, the just the general feeling of freedom. Oh, okay. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So is it Because obviously I, I know nothing about <laughs> skiing, <laughs> but it's, I assume it's quite thrilling when you kind of like yes, going down. Yes, it is. And,
9: and the scenery is amazing because you're up in mm. the mountains. The blue sky in the Alps you get is just not nowhere else. It's like a real dark, deep blue um really fresh air and it's just yeah you sort of feel like you're in the, with nature because you're in the mountains and stuff yeah yeah so you've been to the Alps. yeah every year oh,
0: is it every year you go yeah. oh, blind, i didn't know yeah. since i was five, so Oh now.
9: really yeah. so 42 years yes oh wow
0: yeah no i think that definitely is your passion there <laughs> How is that not straight away there, like, yes, skiing? Well, because I do
9: it. Because I, 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 I do it every year. I just, so, so, oh, yeah. Course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. wow, I like that. That's yeah.
0: a good answer. That's different. Yeah. Thank you. very you. No <laughs> and that was VoxPod. Thank you so much, uh, Harrogate Theatre, for letting me shove mics in front of your faces again. And uh, a very special thank you to Kate Harlow for the questions. You've submitted a bunch of questions to me, and I'm going to be definitely working my way through them as we go. Um, but if you happen to have your own questions that you'd like to submit to me, then you can find our social media pages on the Harrogate Community Radio website, or you can go to us directly uh, on Facebook at VoxPod or on Twitter at Vox underscore pod. You submit your questions, and you never know, I just might pick them. Uh, I hope it wasn't too uh, noisy in the background, there was a lot of uh, cheering going on, it was a good day. Thank you again so much for listening. Thank you, Kate, for the questions. uh, And thank you to the Harrogate Community Radio for featuring uh, my podcast, really giving me a means to get back into it. Uh, Until next time, I've been Jack Sinclair and this has been VoxPod. Uh, Again, thank you so much.